Chapter 2. The Girl on the Beach I was so excited when we arrived at the marina and saw the yacht. It looked absolutely huge, and when I asked him how many crew it had, he just smiled and said, Two, you and me. I must admit that worried me a bit, but trusted he knew what he was doing. We eventually set sail and headed out towards some islands he wanted to see, and it was so beautiful, with the clear azure blue sea and huge limestone rocks sticking up everywhere. Then he pointed out James Bond Island that I remembered from the movie The Man with the Golden Gun, and I think it was the one with Roger Moore and Britt Eklund. Anyway, we dropped anchor about 50 meters from a beautiful white sandy beach on another small island, and after about an hour of snorkeling and admiring all the colorful fish and coral, we climbed back on board. The sun was setting, so he suggested we take the small tender to the beach and find a nice restaurant. There were two other sailing boats anchored near us in the bay, and a big boat full of Japanese tourists, who were just about to head back to the main island of Phuket. On the beach, two small restaurants were setting up their tables, and a few people were strolling up and down, admiring the peaceful setting with the moon lighting up the calm sea. We sat at a table surrounded by tropical trees and coconut palms, and ordered some drinks. And it was while we were watching the big red sun setting on the horizon, I noticed her. A small but very attractive Thai girl with long black hair, walking up and down the beach, staring out to sea. As she got closer, I could tell she was crying and rubbing her eyes, so I told Kirk, and we both watched in concern, as she sat on a large tree trunk looking at the last three yachts in the bay. Kirk agreed that she looked very upset and suggested I go over and talk to her, because the island we were on was very small and didn't have any hotels, so I wandered over and asked if she was okay. She replied in broken English, Have no money. Man, bring me a boat. Now he no here. Boat gone. She started crying again, so I put my arm around her and told her to come and sit with us. She was so tiny, and from a distance I thought she was quite young, but she had a small butterfly tattoo on her shoulder, so I assumed she was about the same age as the naked dancers in the bar last night. Kirk asked her if she was hungry, and she nodded her head. So he called the waiter over and told her to order some food. We found out her name was Pim, and she was actually 21. Apparently some French guy had picked her up and been taking her around on his yacht for the last couple of weeks. But now he'd sailed away, dumping her on the island with no money, and owing her for weeks of her time and services. She told us through her sobbing. He'd picked her up in a go-go bar, paid her bar fine for a week, and agreed to give her 2,000 baht a day. Kirk was looking down at her and said, what sort of bastard would do that to a poor young girl like this? Look at her. She hasn't hurt anyone, and he's probably been fucking her day and night, and now he's fucking left her to fend for herself on a bloody island with no money. What a sick fuck. So can't we help her get home? Yes, of course, but I wasn't planning on sailing at night. I don't know these waters, so we'll have to wait till morning now. You talk to her a bit and see if she remembers his name or the name of the boat. I'm going to see if anyone saw anything and get a few more drinks in. Kirk went off to the bar, so I tried to find out a bit more about her and ask her how long she'd been working in the go-go bar. I come Phuket six months. My friend tell me can make money dancing in bar because I, small girl, she say falung man like small girl very much. But where did you live before you came to work in Phuket? Chang Rei, long way, Phuket. Mama very sick, Papa dead. Have three brothers, but they they no work. My friend tell me 
Many falling pay big money for dancing and sex. So do you make good money dancing and going with customers then? No. Many day, no have customer, but Papa, friends man, he come to bar, tell me he wants small lady for two weeks, pay me 2,000 baht a day so I go with him. Pim started crying again, so I hugged her, just as Kurt came back carrying three pineapples on a tray with straws and colorful little umbrellas poking out the top. Hope you both like pina coladas. As he sat down, he told her, Don't worry, Pim. We'll take care of you and help you get home. So where do you live in Phuket? Do you have a room or share an apartment with your friends? No. Live upstairs bar. Many girls in room. Sleep floor. No bed. Owner, he take 2,000 baht week, but I no pay for a long time. No have customer and cannot go back with no money. She burst into tears again. Fuck me, that bastard needs stringing up. Nobody knows much. A couple over there saw her turn up with a tall, skinny guy this morning, and then all they saw was her walking up and down the beach crying for the last couple of hours. She said he was French and called him Papa, but doesn't know his boat name, just a white sailing boat, but smaller than ours. We had a few more drinks. Then Kirk said we better get back to the boat, as we were the only customers left on the beach. Once on board... Kirk was showing her the small cabin, and she started crying again. I tried to find out what was wrong, and she said, Why you put me in room alone? I know like boat, and make sick. Can I sleep with you? I only small girl. Can take care, Tara and Kirk. Please, please. I looked at Kirk, and he was smiling at me with raised eyebrows. I suppose you don't mind her sleeping with us then, I said, smiling back. I doubt we're going to get much sleep, Tara, but I'm game if you are. I agreed, as we were all a bit tipsy from the pina coladas he kept ordering, and Pim held my hand as Kirk led the way into our cabin. Pim quickly jumped in the shower as Kirk and I lay on the bed. You're okay with her in our bed, then? he asked. Yes, I suppose so. Are you going to fuck her, then? Probably, but I'd like to see you two making out first. Have you ever made love to another girl before? No? Well, Thai girls are nearly all bisexual, so let's just see what happens. Pim came out of the shower and sat on the bed, so I grabbed a towel and said I'd go next. When I came out, Pim was on her back, naked, and Kirk was sucking on her little nipple, teasing her pussy with his fingers. Come and take over for me, Tara. She's a sexy little thing. Look at her lovely little tits, and her pussy is so smooth. I lay down next to her, and she immediately pulled my head down onto her other breast. She obviously liked having them kissed. Kirk slid off the bed and said, Ties are normally very clean and always shower before and after sex. I couldn't believe I was caressing and sucking on this tiny little girl's nipples, but it was so erotic, and she was cradling my head and moaning in pleasure. Her hand reached up and pulled my towel open, then slipped inside to caress my boobs. Then she pulled my head up and started kissing me passionately. I let her take the lead and felt her hand going down to explore between my legs, and then I heard myself moaning into her mouth. She was unbelievably sexy, and I couldn't help but slide my hand down and do the same to her as she was doing to me. Kurt came out of the shower, just as she was climbing on top of me, still fingering and suckling on my nipples. He smiled and got on the bed next to us, then lay there watching as Pim brought me to my first orgasm with another girl. As I moaned, I was going to come. She clamped her mouth on mine and tried to force her whole hand inside me.
This was too much and sent me over the edge, jerking and moaning, and then her hand was inside me. It hurt at first, but she held still until I calmed down, then slid down my body, hands still inside me, and started licking and flicking my bud with her tongue. Kirk moved in and started caressing my boobs as his mouth descended onto mine. She was twisting and turning her little hand, sucking my clit and driving me wild, and Kirk kept me busy by French kissing me and then whispering in my ear, That was a nice come, babe. I think she's going to be an interesting little crew member. Maybe we should let her stay on board for a while longer, especially as she's taken a liking to you. They kept working on me until I exploded again, her little fist twisting and turning, and Kirk rubbing my clit at the same time. As I lay on the bed panting, I felt Pim easing her hand out, while Kirk was still kissing me and saying how much he loved me. And when he lay back on the bed, I saw Pim was kneeling on the floor between his legs, sucking and stroking his cock. I sat up and rested on my elbow, watching as she worked on him like a pro. His cock looked so big in her tiny hands, and her head was bobbing up and down, slurping all around it. Kirk then told her to get on the bed and sit on his face. So she climbed back on and lowered her little pussy down onto his mouth, then went back to work trying to get his cock down her throat. Look at her pussy, babe. Can you see the pink when I pull her little slit open? She doesn't even have any outer pussy lips. He held her open to show me, then continued lapping away and forcing his tongue inside her. It was so erotic watching him, with her laying on top. She was literally half his height and size. Mm, she tastes really sweet, babe. Come and kiss me and tell me what you think. I have no idea why, but I moved my head down and kissed him. I could taste her on his lips and tongue, and for some weird reason, it turned me on even more. He did it again and made me taste her on his lips again. Go on, babe. You have a taste. He held her open as I stared at her inner pinkness for the longest time. He was caressing my boobs and told me to go down on her yet again. Hesitantly, I moved in closer and started licking her. She moaned softly, and he told me to do it properly. So I held her little bottom in my hands and went down on my very first little brown pussy. Kirk was looking up and encouraged me to carry on, saying it was the most erotic thing he'd ever seen. I was even licking her butt as he went back to snogging on her pussy from underneath. God, I was so turned on. Suddenly she tensed up and screamed she was coming, so Kirk clamped his mouth on her, sucking and flicking his tongue on her clit like he did with me and sent her over the edge. After she stopped panting and relaxed, she turned around and straddled him, holding his cock at her entrance and sliding down slowly. Kirk massaged her little breasts as she started to slide up and down, pinching her nipples and making her yelp. She was taking him all the way as he grabbed her hips and took her over the edge, thrusting in deep by pulling her down. She then looked up at me with her sweet little face, licking and pursing her lips. She wanted me to kiss her, so I moved closer, and as our lips melt, I felt her hand go down between my legs again. She was trying to rub my clit and finger me as Kirk started fucking her hard and fast. I let her play with me, and it wasn't long before Kirk moaned that he was coming, embedding his cock in her womb and filling her up with his sperm. God, she's so fucking tight. I couldn't hold back, and when I saw her fingering and kissing you... Fuck me. I shot my load. Pim's hand was still between my legs, 
and I was getting close, so I reached down and felt for her clit. She eased herself up and off his cock, and sperm was dribbling out all over my fingers, so I used it as a lubricant to finger her. She moaned into my mouth, so I did it harder and pushed another finger into her tight little pussy. The thought of him fucking her and feeling his sperm running all down my hand made me finger her even harder and send her over the edge again. I'd lost count how many times she made me come, and the night was just beginning. We eventually fell asleep and must have tried every position possible between three people. Kirk said he couldn't do it anymore, as he'd also come several times and was absolutely knackered. In the early hours, I woke up with Pim kissing my face and her fingers in my pussy. She was amazing and wanted to make love some more. We kissed and played with each other as Kirk slept, totally unaware that we were still pleasuring each other. As soon as the sun came up, Pim was under the covers, sucking his morning erection until he came in her mouth. She came up giggling and licking her lips as he jumped out of bed, saying he'd make some coffee, and when we were ready to come and join him up on deck. I have no idea what came over me, but she started touching me again, and we had another kissing and fingering session until we both come. Then she jumped up and ran in the shower as I lay back recovering. Up on deck, we both agreed it was a night to remember, and Kirk asked Pim if she wanted to go back to Patong where she was picked up by the French guy or stay with us for another few days. I say you cannot go back, no money. Mama San tell me no money, no come back. So what are you going to do when we take you back? We're flying back to England in a couple of weeks. No problem. Work street, beach, fine customer. Can live my friend. She have room. I sleep floor. I was starting to get all emotional and could feel the tears welling up, so I said to Kirk, Oh, babe, the poor thing. Can't we help her somehow? She was left on that island with no money, has nowhere to live, and now she's lost her job. Well, the problem is, Tara, no matter how much money they make, it's never enough. They always spend everything they get, usually on clothes or makeup, playing cards and gambling, and very occasionally they might send some money home. But they're always in debt and always looking for the stupid foreigners who send them money every month, or even worse, marry them and end up building a house and supporting their whole family. Pim then said, You have friend. I want marry Englishman. Time man, no good. No take care. I can take care, man. No need big money. Mama, she's sick, and I try to send 5,000 baht a month, but brothers no work, drink whiskey, take yaba all the time. What's yaba? I ask. Whole villages are addicted to yaba, and all the young, uneducated teens are using it. They make it over the border in Myanmar, and it's quite cheap, so it's a really big problem in Thailand. I tried it once, and it's a bit like speed, you know, uppers, and it keeps you awake for days, Kirk replied. Yes, big problem. I no like Yaba, but Thai man crazy, do anything for get more, sell wife pussy, take all money, no have food, but want Yaba and whiskey. Kirk said he'd help her out with some cash when we drop her off. Then even offered to pay for a couple months rent for a room, but said he wasn't going to give her the money. He'd only pay the landlord as rooms could be rented for 1500 to 2000 baht a month, and if she was smart, could let her friends stay and charge them some rent so she could live for free. We set sail around 11 o'clock and spent the next few hours relaxing on the rear deck as Kurt sailed us to another tropical island. When we stopped and dropped anchor, he said we were at Copenhagen, 
a popular destination for full moon parties. But as it wasn't a full moon, we weren't going to be dancing the night away high on ecstasy or Thai weed. And as we were all getting really hungry, we jumped in the tinder and went ashore to find a restaurant or somewhere to eat. Chapter 1. Arrival in Thailand I managed to get a few weeks off work as my boss didn't want to lose the three-unit sale from Kirk, and we flew to Phuket in Thailand. On arrival, we were met at the airport and taken by limo to a stunning resort called Araya Hilltops, and our villa even had an outdoor jacuzzi and a private pool. In the evening, we strolled along the white sandy beach, admiring all the beautiful hillside villas and condos. Then we had the most amazing Thai-style barbecue at a restaurant on the beach, sitting under the moonlight. Oh my god, it was so cool. It was like being in heaven. But then he asked me if I wanted to go back to the villa or check out the bars and nightlife area. Although it was already 10 o'clock, I was still wide awake and so excited to be in paradise. I said okay. We took a taxi to Patong Beach, where he said was the main nightlife area, and by the time we arrived, it was nearly 11 o'clock. I was walking around in awe at all the girls and she-males working in the bars and picking guys up just walking the streets and on the beach. We were sitting at an outdoor bar and taking in the scene when a young Thai guy covered in tattoos started pitching us to go see a sexy show. Kirk asked me if I wanted to go inside a go-go bar, and as I was so intrigued at everything going on around me, I said, why not? We followed the shady-looking Thai guy down an alleyway, and at the end was a huge neon sign where he led us up some stairs. Inside were five totally naked girls dancing around poles on a central bar. They must have been 18 to be working in there, but all the Thai girls looked so much younger. We and about 15 other guys sat on stools around the bar, all staring up at the naked girls as a waitress took our order. Then some of the girls came up and started talking to us, but that soon turned into them pestering us into buying them a drink. Kirk told me that was how they earned money, and the other way was by going back to a hotel with customers. He explained that the customer paid a bar fine and agreed a short time or all night amount for the girl. Anyway, he bought a few lady drinks to keep them happy as we watched the naked dancers gyrating around and lowering their private parts into the customer's faces. I even saw some guys handing them money so the girls would lower their pussies right onto their mouths and even let them touch. Kirk was stroking my legs under the bar and as I was so turned on, I was squeezing his cock as well. Then suddenly, the music stopped, and all the girls jumped down off the bar. A couple of different girls climbed up and started gyrating and parading up and down, again, completely naked. The lights went down, and the music changed to a really sexy, sensual beat. The two girls started a lesbian show, and soon, one of them was fucking the other with a really big beer bottle. And, oh my god, because Kirk was playing with me under the bar, and this girl was pushing the bottle in and out of a really small girl's pussy inches from my face, he made me come. I was so embarrassed. The show lasted about half an hour, and we even saw girls pulling razor blades, goldfish, and one even lay on the bar and gave birth to a live, bloody frog out of her pussy. It was so funny because it was jumping all over the place and they couldn't catch it. Anyway, at about midnight, we decided to go home and took a taxi back to the resort. We made love until the early hours, and he kept on talking about the girls and what they were doing, and he even pretended we brought one home to have a threesome with. He knew exactly what to say to turn me on, and was making me come over and over again. Eventually, he got tired and let me sleep. 
but it must have been about 4 a.m. Over the next few days, we were picked up in a car and taken to several new build developments and shown around. Kirk decided to buy a few units in a stunning hillside location in Kadanoi that had the most amazing views I'd ever seen in my life. Then he said, we could spend the next couple of weeks exploring Phuket and the surrounding islands and asked if I was interested in sailing. I told him I'd never had the opportunity before, but was keen to try. So he made a few calls and then said, we were picking up a yacht in the morning. 